Do you spend a lot of time thinking about who you are or who you want to be? I think that when our souls are the most broken, when things are not where we know they're supposed to be or where they could be, I think that's when those questions really sink in and become part of our daily worries or they just weigh on us heavily. And so the last couple of weeks we've been talking about identity and today I'm going to talk about, well, a little bit about why it's important to become who you are as well as what is stopping us from stepping into who we're, who we were meant to become. So listen in because I don't want you to miss this. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and before I jump into our subject today, and before I start talking about identity, but actually kind of this works into my identity as well, but before I jump in, I just want to express how much action brings clarity. There's many times about our identity All right, well, I guess I'm just going to jump in and then I'll tie what I have to say to this. But when we act, we start to become, it becomes clearer who who we're meant to become, who we really are, and then we are able to start embodying that. Well, I wanted just to say thank you so much for all the feedback that I have gotten in the last couple of weeks. I... It's really important for me to know that the topic of identity has really helped you or resonated with you. And many people have been messaging me about the podcast or about the different things that I have talked about. And And I get feedback like, hey, I'm not a widow, but, or I'm not a widow and divorced mom, but I want you to know that this helped or this really resonated with me. And... So part of part of my goal, part of my purpose, and part of the clarity that I'm getting as I'm figuring out who my best self, who my best Tammy is, and also that plays a part into my business, who I talk to and what I do. And I just want to say thank you for the feedback. And one of the things that I'm going to change is I am not going to say that I focus on widows or divorced moms anymore. Now, I'm going to mention them. I think that there's a special challenge that comes from being a single mom. And typically those are two of the main ways you become a single mom. 
I also will mention being a widow because that's a major part of my story. Again, it doesn't define who I am, but it definitely plays a part in the journey that I'm taking. It plays a part in why I do what I do. And I feel like it's important for you guys to see which, like, what angle I'm coming at, why I do what I do, and just get you guys to know that I, it's something that I struggle with all the time. As my kids are growing, I have more and more struggles surrounding being a widow, being a sole parent. And so I don't, I'm not going to drop that, but what I'm going to do, and really, I don't think you're going to notice much difference at all is because I'm still going to work on the same topics and I'm going to still do the same type of podcast and everything. And even a lot of my writing isn't going to change, but I'm really going to focus on the broken spirited woman, the broken spirited mom, that loss of identity, loss of confidence. We all go through these periods in time that shake us, that we wake up and we realize that we've been dragged through life instead of stepping into it. We all go through these periods. And when I look back at my life, I have had to reclaim, restore, reimagine my identity multiple times. When I got out of the Air Force, which I loved being in the Air Force, I loved the people I worked with. And I was also looking forward to being a mom and being a, you know, focusing on my family and not working in that capacity. But what I didn't see coming is when I stepped out of the Air Force, when I stepped out of that role that that really was part of who I was, who I am, I lost my identity and I had to search for it again. When I lost my mom and realized that that go-to person who would help you or who knew you or who's always on your side, like I had to... I had to reimagine, restore, and reclaim my identity based on her loss. Moving, um, when I when I lost my husband, not only did I lose my life, but I lost the culture that I had grown up in. So there's more to the circumstance than I even realized. And I recognize that all of you, that you are feeling that too. You may not have lost a spouse. You may not have lost a job. Or even if it was your choice, I chose to get out of the Air Force. And I still felt that identity loss. You you may be experiencing when you go from being a single married couple, like just the two of you, to having a baby. And then all of a sudden, you become a mom, which is not a bad thing at all. It's a blessing. But all of a sudden, you your whole life is surrounded by taking care of this tiny human that you created. When I experienced some postpartum depression, it shocked me. And then I had then I realized I had to rebuild my identity. I had to restore and reclaim and redecide that one piece of who I am is not going to decide in its entirety, who I am. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you that you've helped me 
find more clarity. Thank you for giving me feedback and please continue to do so. Um, I am really, I am working on creating something that really helps you. It's all for you. Uh, This is just all these things that I've been through. I want to help you go through it when you do, but in a faster way. Maybe not make as many mistakes or take the long road that I did. So if something that I have been through or that I've learned and I can share with you and it helps you on your journey, that's what I want. And so thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. And I appreciate your feedback. Again, I know I've said that before, but I really do appreciate it. And with that, well, I think that even we've started talking about identity. We've started talking about who we are. And today I want to talk about identity and fear. Now, I know that I talked about your limits, your barriers, kind of some threats, and that also has to do with fear. But what I want to focus on today is the internal fear. We talked about ways to reclaim your identity, find out what's important to you. We talked about the different beliefs that we have. We talked about reflecting about looking back on your identity, looking back at the things you've been through to really see how God has been working and how he's crafted you and the things you've gone through and how it's built, you know, one step on on another. But today I want to talk about what's holding you back from your true identity. What's holding you back from really stepping into who you were called to be? I will tell you, I still am fighting this. As I created the podcast, um, and I'm sure that if you listen to just my voice from the first couple episodes to my voice now, I have a lot more confidence in what I have to say. I was nervous. I didn't know what I was going to say. I was so worried that I would get it wrong. And as I have gone through this process, as I have recorded several hours of podcasts now, I think I'm on episode 26 or 27, as I have been interviewed on other people's podcasts, and as I look at what the next step God has me do, I realize that every step of the way is clouded by fear, clouded by what if or what will happen if I do this. One of my main fears of starting the podcast was then I have to do it. I have to be consistent. And my perfectionist tendencies, which I am working on and getting better and better at releasing. But once I start something, it's really hard for me to finish it, whether I get bored with it or whether I you know, have a squirrel moment and get sidetracked. But I had to just commit to myself that I would do this every week. I actually committed to myself that I would do 100 episodes before I evaluated if it was working, if what the intended goal was, or just evaluated in general whether I should keep going or not. And I say this to let you know that even the most confident people, they have fears as well. They just can talk themselves through to doing it. 
they know that once you do it, the fear has no power over you anymore. And so as you look at, look back at how God created you, the paths, the circumstances, the hardships, the good things that have happened to you, and you see how you show up in life, how God shows up in you in life, and you start to determine who you are, who God says you are, and what the best version of you is, what holds you back from achieving it? What is keeping you in this comfortable fear? And is today the day that you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable? Think about that. Being comfortable with being in the uncomfortable. There are so many uncomfortable moments that we have. Conversations we have to have with people, conversations we have to have with our kids, conversations with our boss. We have painful, physically or emotionally painful situations that we have to endure. But all of these things give us information, give us insight. And I will tell you that as I was saying painful things that we have to endure, I glanced over at my calendar and realized that I have, that it's time to, that a good example of this is the fact that when you get of certain age, you have to start doing colonoscopies and it's time to schedule that. I know that's TMI, but that's just an example of a painful, uncomfortable situation that we have to endure. So there you have it. I went there. But you know you have things like that too that are uncomfortable. If you're not here yet, don't worry, your time's coming. But life is uncomfortable. If you were comfortable all the time, what would you accomplish? What mark would you leave on the world? What would you be driven to achieve or experience? If you were comfortable all the time, would you take that leap of faith? Well, no, because that uncomfortableness, sometimes it's really what tells you you need to, that that's, you're on the right track. That uncomfortable, that fear, because you know that something on the other side of it is waiting there for you. I knew that when I stepped out and started the podcast, that there's something there waiting for me, that this was going to change my business and change it in a way that makes it so I can help you, that I can't sit and I can't talk with every one of you. In fact, I don't even know every one of you who listens to this podcast. I would like to, but I don't. But it doesn't mean I can't help you. It doesn't mean that you can't learn from the mistakes that I've taken, from the things that I've learned, all the massive education and courses that I take simply because I like to know all the facts. But what is it for you? Did you feel that like tinge of like your stomach just kind of tightened up? Is there something right now that you have been wanting? Something that you know can become part of who you are and part of the story that you can tell. But there's a fear that's blocking you from doing it. A comfortable fear that though you don't want to sit here, that you know you want to achieve it, you know you're capable. 
You may not know how. We don't always know how. Part of the journey is figuring that out along the way. So what is stopping you from being the best version of yourself? Because I guarantee that if you read the Bible, if you have prayed, if you've talked to God, he's already given you a glimpse of who that is. But now it's our turn to step out in faith, step out out of fear and just do it. Because like I said, action brings clarity. We, we do not see the step we're on until we look back and we see the steps we've taken. We can't see where we're going until we stop and we really are present in the moment and look at our options or look at where the path is we've been on has taken us. So what's stopping you? I guarantee there's excuses in there. I guarantee that, and some of them may be legit. Some of them really, when they are legitimate limitations, but it doesn't mean that you can't overcome them. Limitations are just ways to allow you to be creative. They're just barriers that maybe they direct you in a slightly different way. Maybe you have to go over them. Maybe you have to go through them. Maybe it shifts you 90 degrees. But unless you pay attention, those excuses just build and they stay. And then you start to feel guilty. Then you start to get lost even more because you know you were made for more. You know in your deep, deep down in your heart that God has a purpose for you. And you know you're not walking in it. I know I felt that and multiple times in my life. And as I'm still trying to figure out my path, what's next? By identifying what fears are keeping me stuck, the fear of being visible, the fear of if I show up, will I be saying something that matters to you? Will it even matter if I say it? Because I know that I have nothing new to say. There's nothing that I have, everything that I've read, everything I've learned is from other people. Every ounce of wisdom is from the Bible, from research, from experiences, from different things. But really, like Solomon says, there is nothing new under the sun. And so you, what if I was talking, what if I had something to say, but it wasn't the right thing? Or what if you didn't need what I had to say? And then God reminded me that those are just excuses. That if I didn't have something to say, then I wouldn't have that need to say it. And that though you can go to a million books, a million podcasts, he put this one on your heart for whatever reason. There's something, there's some way that I can say things that it's a little bit different than what other people have said. And maybe you've heard it 20 times and I'm the 21st, but this is the time that something's triggered and something is propelled and I got to be a part of your journey. So if I stayed silent, if I stayed hidden, 
then I wouldn't be who God called me to be. So you aren't going to know until you start doing it. What is deep inside your, in your soul? What is that one step that you know would be, make a big difference or even a tiny difference? It would just make a difference. You're not going to know where you're going until you start going. You're not going to know how to motivate yourself until you start acting, until you start get some clarity, and then you start getting the motivation. And truthfully, you're not going to see the purpose of the path you're on until you get to a clearing that you have, that well, that God reveals it. I did not realize that the path of marriage family therapy and the things that I And the MBA that I got like 14 years ago, I didn't realize that that would lead me to coaching and to have my own business and even desire to be an entrepreneur. But now that I've made the steps, that I've been on this journey and I look back and even from from when I was little, when I thought that I wanted to go to school to be a school teacher, and then all of a sudden I look back and I laugh because on the spiritual gifts test, it says teacher. And I'm like, oh, nope, that didn't work out. But then I look at what I'm doing and realize that I really am a teacher. Just not for kids. Just not in the traditional way that I thought. So don't discredit anything that you've been through. Don't discredit any thought, that small voice, that small sound the non-audible, non-visible, Holy Spirit speaking to you moment. If if it's in a way, if you can write it down, write it down. Sometimes it's just a feeling and you don't really know until weeks later, all of a sudden something happens and it all becomes clear. But you're not going to know what path you're on until you get to a clearing where you can see how all of your journeys, everything you've been on kind of merge into your purpose. So don't discredit anything you've been through, anything you've learned. All of it is going to be used. Even the fears you have, the fears that you have to overcome yourself, maybe those, when you overcome it yourself, maybe that is the journey that you're going to help others with, overcoming those fears. So what fears are present? When you think about your best self, what is stopping you from becoming her? What is stopping you from stepping into who you were called to be, from who the world needs you to be and who God created you to be? And why? Why is that fear so important? How did you give that fear, that thought, that most of them are not even true. How did you give it so much power of yourself? And are you ready to take the power back and give it back to, well, give it to the Holy Spirit. If you don't, if you're not ready to take it yourself, give it to God and just tell him, give me one step, one next right thing to do. One tiny ounce of courage to go to the next step. And just keep going step by step. 
identify the fears and then figuring out if it's true or a lie. And if it's a lie, tell yourself the truth. Fill yourself with what is good and perfect and pleasing. Because the best version of you, your best self is waiting for you. Your identity matters to me and it matters to the people around you because we need you to show up as your best self so we have the courage to be our best selves. So we have the ability and we can see you thrive so now we can have that empowerment to thrive ourselves. To be someone you've never been before, you have to do things you've never done. Are you ready to do it? Are you ready to step out and say to the fear that you're not going to allow it to control you anymore, that you're ready to be your best self? There's no time like the present to start. You can really change your life and those around you by showing up as you, by giving your best gifts. It's not prideful or conceited to step into the gifts that God's given you. He gave them for you to use for others. So acknowledge your strengths. And if you don't know what those are, work to find them. Figure out what your strengths are. Typically, if you ask your friends, they already know what some of your strengths are. Ask your family. Or there's a lot of different like spiritual gift tests that you can take or assessments. Or reach out to me. I have a few a few things that a um, few tools that I like to use. But also join us over at Restoration and Confidence Support for Broken Spirited Women. Um, it's a group on Facebook and it's still in its early stages. So get in on it while we're still building it, building the community with the purpose of taking our broken spirits and reclaiming and restoring our identity. Stepping into who God created us to be because the people around us, the world needs us to be our best, our best selves, our, the best version of me, the best version of you. So join us over there and let's encourage each other. Let's talk about the fears that we have and see how you can overcome them. A lot of times just sharing it with another person takes away the power from that fear because then we can hear it and see that it's really not true. So come on over and meet with us on a Facebook group or reach out to me, Tammy at TammyMarieCoaching.com and I would love to hear from you. Um, I want to talk about a, a new email series. So I'm building an, an email series based on building a morning routine that refreshes your soul. Now, this is not your typical morning routine checklist. This is not your list of 50 things to accomplish before 4 a.m. This goes along with what I've been talking about of figuring out what works for you, what you need, and don't worry about what others say you should do. Look at what you really need, what your soul needs, your body needs, what your family needs, and what you need, and then build a rhythm, a routine, or 
a, a system, if you want to call it a system, but build your practice around that. And so I hope you join me. If you go to my website, TammyMarieCoaching.com, you can sign up for my newsletter and that will be starting probably Friday. I think that's when uh, the first email will go out. And I'm really excited about this. I've been working on it for a couple of weeks, um, just the idea of it and everything. And looking at my morning routine and what I do and what I don't do and why it's been working for me. And so I'm just excited to share that with you because I know I've gotten a a lot of questions about how do you start your day in a positive way. And so I'm going to share that. As always, if you have any comments or questions, feedback, please reach out to me. You can DM me. You can send me an email. Um, I love to hear from you. I love it when you guys send questions and or just comments to let me know that I'm on the right track or something else that you'd like me to talk about, something you'd like me to clear up a little bit, anything. And as always, thank you so much. Until next week. Bye for now.